Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today, we begin Psalms. Our readings are Psalms 1 through 8. Rabbit Trails, the authors of the Psalms. Most of us think of David as the author of the Psalms. Now, while he was a prodigious psalmist, there were other writers as well. Below is an interesting listing of authors that we know and don't know. David wrote Psalms 1 through 41, 51 through 71, and 138 through 50. The sons of Korah wrote 42 through 49 and 84 through 89. Azoph wrote 50 and 73 through 83. Solomon wrote Psalm 72 and 127. Ethan the Ezrahite wrote Psalm 89, and Herman the Ezrahite wrote Psalm 88. Moses wrote Psalm 90. We don't know the authors of Psalms 48 through 51. But that's going to depend on who you ask. There's opinions out there. First Chronicles 2.6 tells us that Ethan and Herman were the sons of Zerah. So that is most, li- most likely the source of them being called Ezraites. Note, depending on what source you choose, you may find some of the authorship listed above debated. This is meant as a good jumping off point to help us realize that David was not the only psalmist. I encourage you to form your own rabbit trails and keep up with the author of each psalm as we read them. There is no substitution for reading our own Bible firsthand in all things. Understanding the Heart of a Psalmist As we read psalms, we are going to see a different mindset towards Yahweh's instructions and laws than we see in our world today. Now, keep in mind that there are two different definitions of law being referred to in the Newer Testament. Yahweh's law and man's traditions, which they treated as if it were law. This It's the secondary man-made tradition treated as God's law that has such a negative connotation and that our Messiah spoke against. It is imperative, however, that you not take my word for this. We will go on to see this proven true as we continue to read. These were man-made laws that were held up as just as important, but in many cases, even more important than Yahweh's laws. And they were taught that these man-made laws must be kept in order to be saved. The actual laws of the Father were also abused, with Pharisees and others making a big show of obeying them while not truly having reverence for the Father in their hearts, as if mere obedience made them righteous. Now, of course, we cannot be made righteous of our own accord. We are given salvation and counted as righteous through the grace of our Father and the debt for our sins being paid by our Messiah. We will dig deeper into tradition being held up as law later on, but until then, I want us to pay attention to the rightful and deserved love, praise, and appreciation for the Father's laws and instructions that we will read about in the Psalms. His instructions are our compass, our guide, They tell us how to live according to His wisdom rather than our own. And when you think of Yahweh's law, the simplest way is to think of the Ten Commandments. They are an outline, and all other instructions fall under one of these commandments. 
His law can be simplified further by thinking of the greatest commandment, which was first spoken in Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 7. It reads, Hear, O Israel, Yahweh our God, Yahweh is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Messiah quoted part of this in Mark 12, verses 29 through 30. Now, how do we obey this commandment? How do we love Yahweh? Well, he tells us. John 14, 15 says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. John 14, 21 says, Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. I'll share more words from the Father where he elaborates on that towards the end of this post. As for my personal life and how I personally walk out my faith, obedience is very important to me. Note that in that sentence you just read, I did not condemn anyone else's walk or faith or actions. I'm referring to my personal relationship with the Father. I set my heart to obey out of love and trust because I know that the Father's wisdom is greater than my own, and His ways are the way of life. I don't obey Him in order to be saved. I obey Him because I have been saved. I am eternally grateful, and I have seen that His ways are the ways of truth. Messiah was right, of course. (laughs) It's the easiest thing I've ever done. Recall that he said, My yoke is light and my burden is easy in Matthew 11.30. And the Father stated that same sentiment first through Moses with, These things are not too hard for you in Deuteronomy 30.11. Now, for those of y'all reading, (laughs) you have an advantage over those listening because you can see these numbers I just quoted. Did you see the neat thing in those numbers for the two sets of references? Messiah said that in Matthew 11.30, and then Father said it in Deuteronomy 30.11. So that's just a neat little thing there, probably help you remember those verse references. I'm going to elaborate on that quote here and show show you the original text in just a minute. Oh, we interrupt these notes to remind you that anytime someone gives you a verse, you should go read the whole chapter. We now return to our regularly scheduled programming. In Psalms, we will see a true and sincere love and appreciation for the commandments and instructions of God, referred to as His law. As we read, I encourage you to remember the love of a father who takes the time to teach his children how to live their best life. If it helps you to be able to read this with a malleable heart towards Him, you can replace law with the word instructions when you see it. Eventually, we'll get past that little bit of pride we have, (laughs) and we'll learn to embrace the word law, if it comes from our Father. It is my hope that we will all grow to love and appreciate the wisdom of our Father and His generosity in sharing this wisdom. Jeremiah 31.33 says, For this is the new covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares Yahweh. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Deuteronomy 11, 1 reads, You shall therefore love Yahweh your God and keep His charge, His statutes, His rules, and His commandments. Always. Revelation fourteen twelve reads, Here is a call for the endurance of the saints. 
those who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus, Yeshua. Luke eleven twenty eight reads, But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Now, keep in mind that when the Newer Testament was being lived out, when Luke and John and Paul and Jesus were speaking, as demonstrated in some of the above quotes, there was no New Testament. They were teaching from the books that we have been studying. So when they spoke of commandments, they were speaking of the books penned by Moses, in which Yahweh had given them. Now, consider this. Today, we have a pastor of one of the largest churches in the country writing books and preaching sermons about how Christianity needs to, quote, unhitch itself from the very part of the Bible that Jesus and the apostles taught from. It is imperative that we look directly to the Word and thereby to Yahweh for instruction. He teaches us how to live. He teaches us how to worship Him. He teaches us how to know Him. As Messiah said in John 5, 46-47, For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Now remember all that we've just read about what Messiah said the greatest commandment was, about the proper mindset towards Yahweh's instructions, and remember that the greatest commandment is to love Yahweh our God with all our heart. I'm about to remind you of the words Yahweh himself gave to Moses, and you'll see echoes of all that in these words as he further expands on how to love him. This is from Deuteronomy 30, verses 6 through 16. I'm going to read it exactly as it's written in the ESV translation. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring, so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. And the Lord your God will put all these curses on your foes and enemies who persecuted you. And you shall again obey the voice of the Lord and keep all his commandments that I command you today. The Lord your God will make you abundantly prosperous in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your womb, in the fruit of your cattle, and the fruit of your ground. For the Lord will again take delight in prospering you, as he took delight in your fathers, when you obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes that are written in this book of the law, when you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. For this commandment that I command you today is not too hard for you, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will ascend to heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it? But the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you can do it. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today, by loving the Lord your God, by walking in His ways, and by keeping His commandments and His statutes and His rules, then you shall live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. That's my favorite chapter in the Bible, Deuteronomy 30. And now we enter into Psalms, where we will read well-deserved praise and appreciation for the wisdom 
and instructions of our Father. May we fully give our hearts over to His instruction. Learning to lean onto His understanding rather than our own and to appreciate the blessing of His loving instruction in our lives. His ways are greater than our ways. Be encouraged. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.